Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early Roger show of coffee and crypto. This is Tech Money Tuesdays. What's going on out there, family? How we doing? Um, for those just tuning in, those new, those returning, you already know what it is. We're going to go through the top crypto news within the market. After that, top 20 coins, biggest gainers, biggest losers. And if we had time, then we'll definitely get over to some charting. So if anybody has any coins that they may want to look at, um, possible entries, exits, stop limits, um... Go ahead and write them down now. Don't yet post them. Write them down now. As I'm going through these stories, I'm not able to say see anybody's comments. Let me put this out there right now that I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. I am not a financial advisor. I cannot give any type of financial advice. I'm not a tax advisor. I am not a tax advisor. Once again, family, I'm not a tax advisor. I can't give you tax advice either. I'm just a guy that's over here spitting the wind with y'all on cryptocurrency and blockchain, Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? This is for entertainment purposes, family. That's it. Shits and giggles. Not to be taken serious. Do not take anything on this on this show as he meant to go buy this or sell this. Nah, this is theoretically speaking, and we just over here kicking it, all right? So coming in the first story right now, top news. Token Taxonomy Act uh, includes the minimus tax exemption for crypto. Let me see. Where's my black laws? Hold on. Let's see. Before we even get into the story... Let's see if this is a word we can find within the Black's Laws Dictionary, the abridged 6th edition. What are we looking for? The minimus? Let's see what we have, what we can come up with. Here we go, the minimus. So we have the minimus doctrine, the minimus non corrupt lex, and the minimus, a writ of threats. Ah, okay. Um, if you don't know what a writ is, let me go through that real quick. i like us all to be on the same page. Let me see. A writ of threat. Where are we at? So a writ is a written judicial order to perform a special, a specified act, once again an act, or given authority to have it done, as in a writ of mandamus or satiria, satiria, satiria. I don't know, can't pronounce that. Or as in or an original writ for instituting an action at common law. So once again, a de minimis is a writ of threats. Hold on, before we go on, let me see if they got threats in here. Because one thing we got to understand and comprehend, family, when we're getting to speech, the spoken language, the written language, there are two actually different paradigms that we are operating from. Um, you know, that which you're taught on a public level within the public schools and then that which is actually used on a day-to-day -day basis, which is binding contracts, um, some call legalese, or those within the pub or in the private uh, sector like to utilize. So certain choice words, when you see them, you got to look them up. Not even look them up. Once you get familiar with them, you'll see how they're using them in, in within the context of how they uh, got them spaced out. Let me see. Where is Thread at? So it's just real, 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 in my opinion, important to understand every single word that we come across because that gives you a more so overstanding of the exact paragraph that you're reading that way there's no um you know no i didn't know because one thing we have to understand is that ignorance to the law is no excuse no matter what so a threat is a communicated intent to inflict physical or other harm on any person or on property so when you have a writ of threat right how does that go together Think about it. So a de minimis is a writ of threat, a writ which lay where a person, a writ which lay where a person was threatened with personal violence or the destruction 
of his property to compel the offender to keep the peace. Alright, we can get on with the story now. I do apologize for that, but I did want to at least look and see what our definition of um, the minimus was. So, we can go on and proceed now. Once again, we're filming live YouTube, Facebook, recording New Money Matrix podcast. If you don't have time to check out the whole episode, you can definitely go back to my podcast, ride around and listen to the whole thing. Um, the only thing you won't have is the visuals. So we got the Token Taxonomy Act includes the minimus tax exemption for crypto. Let's see what they're talking about. The recently reintroduced Token Taxonomy Act. And for anybody that's interested, I do have a breakdown of the whole Token Taxonomy Act available on... Um, hold on real quick, family. Because I, I figured out that this kind of messes with... There we go. I do have the Token Taxonomy Act. Uh, totally, I read through the whole thing on my podcast. Just look for the Token Taxonomy Act. Um, but it will create a de minimis tax exemption for crypto transactions under $600, according to the executive director of Coin Center, Jerry Brito, at Consensus 2019 on May 13th, which is just yesterday. The de minimis tax exemption stipulates that if a crypto earner experiences a capital gain up to $600 of crypto, then the owner is not required to report the gain to the Internal Revenue Service, IRS, the United States, once again, no United States of America, no America attached, but the United States Tax Authority. Um, Brittos notes that this situation parallels how small gains on foreign currencies were created prior to a de minimis proviso that was introduced in the 1990s by Congress. Before then, if someone purchased foreign currency to take a short vacation in another country, any capital gains experienced over the course of holding that currency would technically have to be reported. And see, this is one thing that a lot of individuals that don't travel don't really comprehend. I understand it because I've been privy to see foreign currency traded before. You understand what I mean? Whereas you're trading the United States dollar versus the Japanese yen. The United States dollar versus the Canadian franc. No, the, fr the uh, Swiss franc. Um, versus the Canadian Aussie, if I'm not mistaken. Is that a Canadian Aussie? I believe so. The Canadian Aussie dollar? Yeah, that's CAD. Um, versus the Euro. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Other, other currencies versus other currencies. So they're stating that if you go from one country to the other, and while you're in that other country, the value of one country... Let me see. If you go from Japan over here and the value of currency of Japan to dollars go up, that means when you go back over, you should have more Japan dollars. They're saying you got to report those gains you got. You understand what I mean? Same thing in the cryptocurrency space. They're saying if it goes up um, over or up to 600, you don't have to report it. Once again, it says, Brittle notes that this situation parallels how small gains on foreign currencies were treated prior to a de minimis proviso. Once again, proviso. And some might get tired of me doing this. Like, damn, dude, got to work, look up every damn word. Yeah, because I like to know what I'm reading. Too long, we was taught how to read, but not how to read. We were taught just how to um, skim. Not really read. We don't even know the documents we be signing every day. You'll be surprised. You start comprehending some of the stuff you uh, sign. Let's see. Proviso. A provision, a foresight of the chance of an event happening. Hmm. So the de minimis proviso, proviso, let me make sure. Okay, proviso, a condition, stipulation, limitation, or provision which is inserted in a deed, lease, mortgage, or contract and on the performance or non-performance of which the, the validity of the instrument frequently depends. It usually begins with the word provided. 
So it's a limitation or exception to a grant. All right, so this is the de minimis limit. Um, and what did I leave off? Ah, oh, that's how it was tried, treated prior to the de minimis limits that was introduced in the 1990s by Congress. Before then, if someone purchased foreign currency to take a short vacation in another country, any capital gains experience or over the course of holding that currency would technically have to be reported. So when you went on vacation and came back prior to this act being put in play, you would have had to report that. Um, Brittle notes, Brittle added that one could technically be obligated to report capital gains when using cryptocurrencies to purchase, purchase simple things like a laptop, plane tickets, or even in writing a smart contract, which requires the expenditure of a small amount of ether. Now, once again, family, this doubles back and actually clarifies exactly what I mean by if you have to create a smart contract, and this goes into the use case of this currency, i.e. ether right now is what we're talking about. Individuals be like, well, it really doesn't matter when I get in as long as I get in. Not so. If you have to utilize a certain amount of Ethereum in order to create a smart contract, let's say in 10 years your child or you um, wants to create a smart contract in order to open a business, um, sell some real estate, sign up for some real estate, and you have to spend a small amount of Ethereum in order to complete this, this uh, smart contract. Wouldn't you have rather had the Ethereum that you bought back in 2019 and 2018 at 100 and 150 and 200, well, and that's 200, $200 versus, you know, in 2020, 2021, 2022, when Ethereum may be 15, 16, 1700, maybe 15, 16, 17,000. You understand what I mean? Once the actuality of the use case of some of these cryptocurrencies really get out, I believe that the value of said currencies are going to um, accelerate and increase at a, at, at a rapid rate, much like how we're seeing Bitcoin do right now, which I'm not surprised at, though others may be. You know what I mean? It's the same song and dance right here. It's just that the only difference right now with me going through it is I really know how to play it. The first time I went through it, I had never been through it before. So I always tell people that you only understand and comprehend life in retrospect. You never understand it as you live in it. But though... That which you have lived when you come back to crossroads and you meet those same conditions again, it then um, it trains you to be ready if you're ever put in that situation again. You understand what I mean? So uh, it goes on to say that um, once again, Brito added that the one that one could technically be obligated to report capital gains when using cryptocurrencies to purchase simple things like a laptop, plane tickets, or even in writing a smart contract, which requires the expenditure of a small amount of ether. Get it? Right? Or other so-called so enabled cryptocurrencies. Legally, Brittle noted, regulatory authorities could choose to require reporting these small expenditures. As previously reported by Cointelegraph, the TTA, which is the Token Taxonomy Act, if passed, would also exclude cryptocurrency from classification as a security. Keep your fingers crossed, family, for those that um, you know pay attention to this and are really counting on this. The TTA would also delimit the jurisdiction, the jurisdiction of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission and the Federal Trade Commission, as well as provide regulatory certainty for the compliance and enforcement of crypto statutes. Very interesting. Very interesting story indeed. Um, I definitely like that one over the Ripple story. Um, so let's see. Let's, let's real quick. Let's see what the uh, market's looking like. I don't think we did that yet. Let's take a look at the market. Let me check in. Let me see who all tuning in with me right now. Move too fast. Snap is gone. Facts. Grand rising. 
How can I transfer debt notes to Dragon X or how can I switch to BTC to USDT on Dragon X? Was watching the tutorial on YouTube, then got the alert you was live. Okay, no doubt. Um, what's going on, Ms. Camacho, Brother Don? But Law, what's going on? Peace, peace, peace. Check out www.store.com. Let me see, what is that store? What is this? Let me see. Sustainable technology and resource holdings. Power the world. Your point of entry into a multi-trillion dollar industry stores a tokenized asset platform that seeks and explores opportunities in the resource industry and enhances investors' access to these opportunities via to tokenization of energy, mineral, and asset ecosystems. They tokenizing every bad, everything. Everything's going to be tokenized. The future will not be televised. The future will be tokenized. Best believe that one. Um, thank you for that. I'm going to bring that through. I'm going to do my, my research on that, Miss Erica. Brother Tim, how we doing? Miss Kathy, peace. Brother Parks, Miss Townsend, Melissa, how you doing? Miss Mimi, Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Grand Rising, Grand Rising. How's everybody doing, man? Well, thank y'all for tuning in right now. Also, if y'all can, please share this out, share this out, share this out. Um, let me see. How do you spell that? Rit? Oh, yeah, W-R-I-T. Yeah, Rit. What's going on, YouTube family? Who I got checking in over here on the YouTube side of things, man? I see we got about 10 people over here. Um, let me know who I got checking in so I can address, you know, salute everybody properly. Let me know who I got over here getting this, this crypto cloth talk right now. Really tuned in. So moving right along to the next story though. Well, we haven't even figured it out. Let's see what our next story is going to be. But you can see the charts right now looking very nice. Very nice. Last 24 hours, Ripple's up 26%. When's the last time, man, hey, 26% gains within a day. Just sitting there. You didn't even do anything. You know what it would take for you just sitting your money in the bank to get 26% gains? Next story coming from CNBC. Bitcoin passes 8,000 as value more than doubles in 2019. Now, this right here is where the FOMO starts. This is what starts the FOMO. Um, in late 2017, Bitcoin prices reached around 20,000. After crashing in value, a fresh wave of buyers appeared to be hitting the market. Theories range from institutional interest to prices being driven by speculative whale traders. I'm going to see how they put this and dumb this down for the masses. Or how, how, how they make this seem. Already I'm reading in the headline, after crashing in value, a fresh wave of bit buying appears to be hitting the market. No, shit, it took a good year for, fresh, for uh, this buying to come in. Um, Bitcoin rose above 8,000 mark on Tuesday, extending a rally that has seen the digital currency more than double in value since the start of the year. According to data posted on the website Coindesk, Bitcoin topped $8,325 before giving up some of its gains. Since the start of the year, Bitcoin's value has increased more than 120%. I'm going to let that linger in the air for a second. Since the beginning of the year, which is January, we're only in May, it's May 14th. Right now, Bitcoin has increased, meaning your portfolio, if you have bought anywhere within the beginning of the year, which I told individuals was a good New Year's, you'd be up 120% within your portfolio. Bitcoin prices have yet to recover to its all-time highs of around 20000 in late 2017 when a frenzy of interest from retail investors suddenly sent the value of cryptocurrencies dramatically higher. Andrew Brenner at National Alliance Securities said while it wasn't possible to confirm who was behind the direct flow, flows of who was buying Bitcoin, it looked logical that Chinese investors were using the digital currency as a means to diversify. Who was I talking to yesterday? 
telling them that everything is going on right now with these tariff wars and the fact that if I didn't even post that, y'all don't even understand that man China China um refusing to buy the United States uh United, the U.S. Treasury bonds. Like man, y'all don't even know what, what's going on right now behind the scenes. We really need to be man. Yeah, they said we're not buying the U.S. Treasury bonds, but you know what? We are going to buy Bitcoin. <laughs> um, we can see that the bid for Bitcoin in the latest run has coincided with a big downtick in the value of the Chinese yen versus the dollar, he said Monday. For anyone who's trading the yen versus the dollar, let's take a look at it real quick. Let's go to our ever-loving trading view account. Slide over here. Take a look at these charts. And while we're here, let's go ahead and slide. Take a look at the dollar versus the yen. Remember, these are these are foreign. These are just two fiat currencies, family. These are these things that people think is valuable. You want to kill, hustle, rob, steal, and all this other stuff over. And all the time, it's a goddamn piece of paper. That it's a financial instrument that people trade like, like basketball cards and marbles and other things of value. Or in, yeah, I guess you could say they have value because a basketball card card only has the value that a human gives it. So let's look at the. Yen. What are we on Forex? Let's look at JPY versus the United States dollar. So this is the yen versus the dollar. Let's look at USD versus JPY. Okay. There we go. Right within that same little trading range we always in. Seems it seems to be where a lot of your support level is, though it seems to be breaking it right now. Though we did make a lower low than our previous, I mean a lower high than our previous high. Um RSI is completely oversold. And you got deep pockets uh well deeper than last, but you got some deep pockets of uh negative momentum also. Um, Graham said the Bitcoin price has hit a base value and now individual stories such as Samsung and HTC phones carrying Bitcoin or Amazon marketplaces accepting the digital currency is starting to take effect on consumer acceptance. Graham added that the rumors, Graham added that rumors that Fidelity Investments, one of the largest asset managers in the world, will soon start crypto trading for institutional customers well, was also having a positive impact on price. Meanwhile, digital currency critic David Gerard is ascribing Bitcoin's recent run to trading moves by big holders of the digital currency who are putting the squeeze on short sellers. In a blog post Monday, Gerard said, Whales are buying up the market. Until short positions get forced out at liquidation, short sellers then buy back at market price, forcing a price spike, a price spike as a wave of buying hits order books at the same time. Facts. Gerard said the whales who gained the price higher than sell off at a profit. The crypto specialists also linked the price in Bitcoin to an influx of dollar substitute tokens called tellers, which have supportedly been introduced into the digital market to interject liquidity, to inject liquidity. Tether is owned and run by the same people. <sighs> Excuse me. I apologize, family. I've been up since, what, 1 a.m.? It's 9.40 a.m.? Um, and I went, I laid down at, what, maybe 
10 a no 10 p.m. 11 p.m. I don't even remember. I'm tired though. Um, he said despite yada yada yada, it's mainstream crypto family. We in here. Move on to the next story if there's a next story. I really want to get to the top 20. What time is it? 9:46. It's only been 14 minutes. Usually I'll be going on an hour. I'm tired though. Let me see. Crypto hedge funds brought the effing dip during 2018's crash and they winning right now. Bitcoin's buyers are dumb, inexperienced kid. Gold investor slams crypto. Yeah, all right. Uh, John McAfee demands you stop binge watching Bitcoin price boom. Ripple is monstrously exp expansive after expensive two-day 31% XRP uh, rally. Dow kickstarts recovery after Wall Street buys Trump's trade war bullshit. Hey, I don't know who made CCM, but they got some real biased views over here. Like this sister right here, they be saying a lot of. Oh man, they be crazy over here. I might stop messing with this one because I don't. Uh, they they uh. Which at the end of the day, you know. I'm not part and parcel to anything, but I'm not also don't have to share or promote. Uh, budget Samsung Galaxy phones champion blockchain wallet and major crypto adoption. Hmm. They don't be having no hell of an information. Sometimes they be having some stuff that has to coincide and, and mixes the both stock in the uh, crypto world. HCC adds crypto swaps to its Exodus wallets. Holy, yeah, this right here is the news to look at. Crypto swaps. Let's see what they're talking about. Let's see they're talking about atomic swaps. HTC's block phone, the Exodus One, now allows users to directly swap between some cryptocurrencies within its native wallet. Wow. The, the Taiwanese electronics giant announced Tuesday. The new feature comes thanks to new partnership that sees HTC add liquidity protocol from decentralized exchanges such as the Kyber Network, which is why KNC right now is going crazy. I, I, keep, I keep giving y'all these jewels, family. We're going to look at Kyber Network real quick, which is KNC, which is one of the coins that I tell a lot of individuals that take the beginner's workshop to add to their um to their exchange, to their uh, trust wallet. Let's look at KNC versus, what's that, versus Bitcoin is going down, so that means versus the dollar. Look how much room we got to go. $3. We're only at $0.28 cent right now. Got a long way to go, family. This is now these right here are the ones. Let me see. I don't like this platform though. Tether. A little bit better. A little bit better. Let's look at this on the day chart though. Hmm. So we can see. This is on, let me see who else we got over here. Long shorts. So we're just starting to see a pump over here on um Binance and KNC. Look at how much look at how much look at how much way you gotta go. Ridiculous. Super ridiculous. Let's let's just a micro. Let's just let's just go up a micro dot of where we're already at right now. Just a micro. Nowhere, nowhere near none of this. It's 2018 too. Mid 2018, not the great FOMO of 2017. So it really doesn't even coincide with that. This just got to do with the value of the coin and then the whole market getting smacked off with a bear. That's about 100% gains right there. And that's just let me show you. Let me show you how how minute that is. In fact, that's actually your lower support. Look at that. 
Look at that, solid. So definitely, this would be my aim. 6,172 sats. Right now, you're at 3,105 Satoshis. That's what I'm looking for for Carbon Network. Remember, I said it, 6172. 6172 is the target. And yes, they're using KNC. Um, also, for those that utilize a trust wallet, you also have Kyber Network as an atomic swap within your wallet. So you can swap from coin to coin. If you're sitting in something and it's going down, you see something else going up, go over to Kyber Swap, swap it out. You can also do that in uh, InstaDap. You can also do that in, uh, man, there's a number of exchange markets you can do that within the trust wallet, just to be honest with you. Let me see how much time we got going on on New Money Matrix, real quick. 24 minutes, not bad. All right, so. It goes on to say the new feature comes thanks to a new partnership that sees HTC add the liquidity protocol from decentralized exchange startup Kyber Network to its Zion Vault wallet app. The addition means users can swap between ERC20 tokens such as Brave's basic attention token or BAT, MakerDAO's Day or DAI stablecoin, which is DAI, you already know, um, directly in Zion Vault, meaning you can go from a highly volatile currency to a no non-volatile currency. Um, goes on to state that swaps are entirely done on chain. Um, ACC said, well, no, it says removing the need to first move tokens to third party cryptocurrency exchanges. Swaps are entirely done on chain, ACC said, adding that fast and secure crypto to crypto trading um, within mobile applications is key to streaming the user's experience. Phil Chin, decentralized chief officer, ACC, told Coindesk. The ability to swap ERC-20 tokens on-chain and in the Zion wallet without relying on third-party exchanges is another step in empowering the user and maximizing security and privacy, which is at the center of Exodus's uh, mission. If anyone's using Exodus, hmm, I don't know. Kyber Network CEO Lulu, Lao Lu, Lulu, um, told Coindesk last September that the firm aims to open an ERC-20 token's uh, to wider use cases so they can be seamlessly used for payments as, as yeah, um, payments as collateral for lending investors in funds and so on. ERC-20 is an Ethereum standard widely used to build crypto tokens. Um, if today's, in today's announcements, and if you're not familiar, um, ERC-20 is the standard, is the standard code or the standard protocol for the, uh, the regular token that's created on the Ethereum blockchain. Excuse me. Oh, man. Yeah. Let me go ahead and get through this. I'm tired. Let me get to the top 20 real quick. Yeah, this right here was some, some good news, though. Shark, Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary. Bitcoin is garbage. A useless currency. What? These be the main main fools buying it up, man. Y'all, y'all, if y'all fall for this type of crap right here, these be the main ones who gotta look. This is how it works. It's not them. It's a company that was set up and placed within a trust fund that they may be the grantor or the no, they're definitely the grantor of it. Um, which may have beneficiaries, which may be their children. So though they may not be invested in cryptocurrency, it's a company that's held within the trust, which is the use or benefit of the children of the individual the saying is garbage that's who's investing in it guaranteed guaranteed that's how the game is played um let's get to the top 20 coins though do we got any questions so far questions comments i ain't gonna be able to get through the whole chart thing i need i'm gonna go give me some sleep 
Any questions or comments out there, though, from either side? Anybody? Let me see what we got going on over here. What do you think about Flexa and Flexacorn? You think they coming for Pundi? Hey, I'm going to tell you something. There's been a lot of people asking me about Flexa and Flexacorn, and I actually sent the individual some information on Flexacorn yesterday. It's being sold on the IDEX exchange market. It's fairly cheap right now, only a couple of pennies, but so is Pundi X. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't dug in deep enough yet, uh, Brother Riley, but um, definitely, definitely a lot of people have been asking me. I ain't know what it was. They were like, man, it's about, what is it, the Spend app or something like that and the Flexa Flexa app and court man something, but yeah, a lot of people have been asking me about that. What's going on, brother Thomas? Peace, peace, peace. Let's see. Oh man. Let me see. Right now we got a total market cap of two hundred and thirty. Oh man, family, don't y'all remember? Just like a couple weeks ago, we were at one hundred and seventy billion dollars. Right now we're at two hundred and thirty-eight billion. Eight hundred and thirty-three million nine hundred and ninety-six thousand nine hundred and twenty-five dollars. We got a twenty-four hour volume of forty-five billion three hundred and forty-one million eighty-one thousand two hundred and twenty. BTC dominance right now is at fifty-nine point fifty-four percent. Coming in number one, we got Big Bang Bank. Bitcoin trading at six thousand. Excuse me, eight thousand thirty-four. Up eight point four percent within the last twenty-four hours. Coming in number two, we got Ethereum trading at two hundred and seven. Uh, trading up seven point eighty-three percent. Within the last 24 hours. Coming in number three, we got Ripple trading at 41 cent, up 29% within the last 24, 6.9% within the last hour. Coming in number four, we got Bitcoin Cash, $386, up 6.88% within the last 24 hours. Coming in number um, five, we got Litecoin, $90.35, cent, up 2.9%. Coming in number six, we got EOS, $5.86, up 7.3%. Binance Coin, $1.35, up, you know, uh, um, Binance, $23.30 right now. I hope somebody took advantage of the um, tutorial I did yesterday or the day before yesterday showing how to utilize the Binance uh, leverage on DragonX. Uh, position is definitely up. Coming in number eight, you got the cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar, which is Tether, which is 99 cent. Coming in at number nine, you got Stellar Lumen, which is only 11 cent. Um, up 3.75%, 72% right now, 13.87% within the last 24 hours. Coming in number 10, you got Cardano trading at 7 cent, up 8.6% within the last 24, 1.7% within the last hour. Coming in number 11, we got Tron up 2%. I mean, trading at 2 cent, up 8.5% within the last 24, 1.1% within the last hour. Coming in number 12, we got $83.87 down, down right now. Let me see. Okay. Um... Where I leave off at? Ah, uh, Tron, right now two cent, uh, up eight point fifty five percent right now, one point twenty two percent, twenty six percent within the last hour. Monero, eighty three dollars and eighty seven cent, up seven point eight percent within the last twenty four point two percent within the last hour. Coming in at thirteen, we got Dash, one hundred thirty seven dollars. Wow, up seven point zero seven percent. 0.8% within the last hour. Coming in at 14, we got Bitcoin SV trading at $59.88, up 2.69% within the last 24. Coming in at number 15, we got IOTA trading at $37.19, up 17.28% within the last 24. Coming in at number 16, we got Cosmos or Atom. Okay. Um, let me see what I'll leave off at. 
Cosmos, $3.95. Down right now, 0.4% within the last 24, 0.3% within the last hour. Coming to number 17, we have Tezos, who's up 6.85% within the last 24, only down 1.2% within the last hour. Coming in at number 18, we have Ethereum Classic, which is up 8.80, no. Oh, yeah, Ethereum Classic, 8.76% within the last 24. Coming in at number 19, we got Neo at 10,083 cents, up 12% within the last 24. And coming in last but not least, we got Ontology Trading at $1.35, up 10.5% within the last 24. Family, that's your top 20 coins. I want to thank everybody that tuned in for the early ride show of Coffee and Crypto. If we got any questions, I'll try to answer them real quick, but I'm tired. I'm about to give me some sleep. So if we got any quick questions, let me know real quick. Let me know. If not, I will be ending this. And like I said, I'll thank everyone that tuned in with me. This rising for the early uh, session. Especially if you like me and don't get no sleep. <sighs> so let me see if we got any questions or comments coming from the family. Nothing on the YouTube side. Okay. Let me see. He else is a shit. Yes, it is. You rocking with casino coin? I've I've honestly never heard of casino coin. If I have, it was something I never paid attention to because I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, EOS is definitely it. Family, with that being said, this is the mayor of Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.